Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. I want to talk to you on a subject that feeds into the vision of this fellowship. What's the vision of this fellowship or ministry? Mm. Every church organization, every fellowship is there to reveal God's purpose. Okay? Every organ in your body functions to make sure that the overall purpose of the body is achieved. So your eye must see, your ears must, must hear, your mouth must speak, your tongue must be able to taste, your nose must be able to smell. Every one of these organs on your body must function well to ensure the overall well-being of the body. In the same way, the body of Christ having different different organizations, different as when we we're coming, I was telling uh, Reverend Roland that I think he mentioned that a certain church is coming on campus. I was like, oh, glory to God. Every time I hear churches coming on campus, I'm happy. I'm going to say, oh, but they will take KCF members away. I said, they won't take KCF members away. Even though I know some of you go and join. But the thing is that God's kingdom must expand. Not everybody will come to KCF. Not everybody will go to Lighthouse. Not everybody will go to Central. There is something that attracts everybody. But every one of these ministries have a divine agenda from God to accomplish God's purpose. As a child of God, you can belong to all of the organizations because the, the cells that make up your eye cannot move to your tongue. When you do that, you have become a church prostitute. You don't know where you belong. Do you understand? Identify where God has planted you and feed from there. And serve God's purpose there. Do you understand me? There are many schools, but you cannot belong to all the universities. You must stay in one and learn. Do you understand? Uh So all the churches have a vision. And and their vision must accomplish. So, So for instance, your nose has a purpose. So all the cells that make up your nose must work so that you can breathe as a human being. Okay? And so all the fellowships have been given specific purposes and visions to accomplish. Alright? There are five different gifts that God gave to the body of Christ to build the saint. The apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist. The Bible says all these ones work together to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So the apostle is then the one in ministry. Who is the one in ministry? Boss, you didn't say anything. I'm scared. Who is a saint? Who is a saint? Ephesians chapter 4. Verse from verse 10. This is just a preamble. So let's hurry up. 
Angela Hui sasa hivi. Ashwa askiu. Wewe sasa hivi. Kuyasi. Bless you. That's all. A saint is the one who has given his life to Christ. The day you gave your life to Christ, you became a saint. The day you were born of God, you became a saint. The word saint is that you are sanctified. Are you not sanctified? You are sanctified by the blood. You are sanctified by the grace of God. You have the gift of righteousness. You didn't write the exam, but you have qualified. That is what it means. Christ paid the debt and gave you his gift of righteousness. So he says, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. It is not what you do that will make you righteous. But what you do can make you lose that righteousness. You are right, righteous because God said you. I like you. You have accepted my son, so you are part of my family. That sets you as righteous. That makes you a saint. So a saint is not somebody who died whilst living a Christian and then a certain church will do a certain ceremony and so we say, from today, this man is a saint. What's your name? Then we say, okay, now uh, uh, Saint Jesse. No, you are Saint Jesse today. No, you were Saint Jesse from the day you gave your life to Jesus Christ. Let's read. Ephesians 4.10 descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens Mm -hmm. that he might fill all things Mm -hmm. and he himself gave some to be apostles he himself did what gave some to be apostles let's go some prophets Uh some evangelists Uh and some pastors Uh and teachers Uh for the equipping for the word for means what the purpose why he gave these five gifts for what the equipping of the saints for the work of for the equipping of the saints. So, when you see an apostle come and stand here, when you see a prophet come and stand here, when you see a pastor come and stand here, when you see a teacher, an evangelist, our work is to equip you. Much like as a student on campus, what anytime you see a lecturer in front of you, the information he is disseminating to you is to equip your mind. That is why they will test you at the end of the semester to find out whether what they gave you, you've been able to assimilate it well. Whether you understand. So that when you come out, at the end of the four years, while they are equipping you, they give you a certificate that says that you qualify to work in a field that you have studied. And that is what the companies will look at and give you employment. In the same way, God has given us this gift to equip you the saint for the work of the ministry. It means that there is a, a ministry, ministry, a service, the assignment and the purposes of your destiny. That is what we call ministry. Serving the desires of God, serving the will of God, what you call destiny is simply God's purpose for your existence, for your life. Do you understand? And everybody here that has accepted Christ is a saint of God. Praise the Lord. And in that regard, God expects you to identify who you are in him and do the work. So when we come, we gather. The reason why you must not miss the assembly of the brethren is that if you miss out on it, you miss out on your equipping process. 
much like when you miss lectures. You can go to the online and, and, and read about the subject. But why are you in a lecture hall? Because it is important for you to be there to understand what the lecturer is teaching. Because the lecturer is going to examine you per his skills. Is that not so? Mm-hmm. You are smart. You can do self-education. But they won't get you anywhere because the school has been accredited to give you the certificate. God has accredited the men of God, the church, the body of Christ to equip you. So when you do self-education, which is important because no student who refuses to study on themselves will actually pass. But when you study on your own, you study what the lecturers taught you plus the reading, other reading materials. And I will never stop saying this when I come here on, at the beginning of semesters. So you must discipline yourself to have a personal timetable and be committed to the obligation of your academic work. The reason why your parents sent you here is to make sure that you qualify to get the, that paper that calls you a bachelor. You, you are working there, you don't know you're a bachelor. Hallelujah. How many of you will study well this semester? Last semester, you didn't obey Reverend uh, Roland. He told you that no relationship. Only mm. academics. Mm. 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 And yes, some people found themselves broken hearted by relationship matters. Y'all don't want me to go there. Oh, go there, go there. You see how innocent you are all looking at me quietly, piously because you have spoken in tongues this morning. When you leave here, no. My boyfriend. You are going to catch feelings. May the feelings crash. Amen. Somebody say, Hey, Apostle, you are spoiling market for us. Hallelujah. May God give you market if only it is the will of God. Amen. See how you are stretching the amen. Hey. Father, break any relationship that is not of you. Amen. 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 And when the relationship breaks, don't worry, Reverend Roland. We're broken hearted issues. Yes, Mr. There's one relationship seminar. But the most important seminar, I want to say so that I don't forget. I think I've told you, we want to do a business um, and career seminar. Wow, wow, wow. What a fellowship. Okay. What a fellowship. It will wow. be three, three of it. We'll be inviting some resources. One of the people we want to bring is Bernard Avler of CTFM. We want to bring certain resource people to come and speak to you, help you to identify. Some of you are doing the courses by reading. You don't know what to do in terms of choosing career and stuff. And so, we were bringing godly-minded people to speak to you and to help you open the doors for you to identify which area and how to even go about identifying. So, we'll be doing that 
during the semester. I want us to do this every semester. It should become part of their programs, not just prayer conference. You come and do hey after. I want you to also do. Mm, 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 mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you like it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So finish it for me. Did we finish? No, please. Okay. For the edifying that is building up, uh huh. So we all come to the unity of the faith. Until so there is a target to the unity of the faith. Let's go. And of the knowledge of the Son of God. Uh huh. We all must know Jesus Christ the same way. Uh huh. To a perfect man. And to we all become perfect. Uh huh. To Finish the measure that of the now listen to this English. To what? To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. What's the meaning of that English? So we become like Christ. So there is a particular vision that God has for you. That you, when heaven looks at you, you must be the exact image and likeness of Jesus. In conduct, in character, in purpose, in reaction, in your emotions, in your full being. This is the vision of church. This is a vision of God. And, and in, uh, in achieving that, he is giving this ministry the mission or the vision of revealing the reality of this Jesus that you must be like and his kingdom because you are not in religion. We cannot overemphasize that. What I want to preach to you today, okay, is useless. All the messages you have heard is useless and will be in the gamut of religion if you don't understand that you are not religious. Religion is what people do to, write, to try to reach out to a deity. All the activities. Christianity is not a religion. It is the life of the king of kings extended to his citizens to spread and manifest his will and purpose. A kingdom is the jurisdiction that a king rules over and influences that jurisdiction with his personal will, his purpose, his mindset, his lifestyle that creates a culture that reflects all that the king wants. So, in a kingdom, the king chooses his citizens. You don't choose your, your king. Like a democracy where people choose their president. That is why he said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. And he said, my purpose for choosing you is so that you go and become fruitful. And your fruitfulness will remain. God wants a permanent result in your life. Because kingdoms prosper when the citizens prosper. And let me say this. The prosperity of the people or the subject of the kingdom is to the glory of the king. When people prosper, it means that the king is great. Unlike democracy, where the president and the ministers prosper, and while they prosper, they think that the country has prospered. And when they go into position, then they all of a sudden they realize that there is hardship in the country. Mm. 
and that their prosperity was not reflective on the city. And that is why a place when UK used to be UK, that, that what we call the Commonwealth system was really in place. Commonwealth means that only a king owns all the resources. In kingdom principles, personal ownership is an abomination. Nobody owns anything. Everything belongs to the king. And the king distributes it to everybody so that nobody will lack. That is why even in UK, even though they are, they are not practicing full monarch system, they make sure that once you are a citizen and you don't have accommodation, the government provides. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that there are more people on the street in US than on, in UK? Because UK is a de- uh, US is a democracy. It is everyone for himself. But no king wants to see his citizens poor. It tells bad on the king. And so I always say, your prosperity in this kingdom is in God's personal interest. God wants you to prosper more than you want to prosper. That's what I mean. You don't understand, so you are quiet. Everything that makes him God, he he has dedicated it to sponsor your life here on earth. So, when you fail, you are really working hard to fail. Every grace in the kingdom is at your beck and call. He said, and God, is able to make all grace abound to you so that you, lacking nothing and having all sufficiency, may abound unto every good work. What that plenty English means is that God wants you to have access to all his grace in Christ Jesus so that you will lack no resource to accomplish your destiny. I thought you would say an amen. Amen. I, are you sure you are a child of God? Are you sure? Or what I'm saying is far-fetched. It's all in your Bible. I'm just giving a preamble for the message. God wants you to know him. God wants you to walk with him. God wants you to know why you are in this fellowship called KCF, Kingdom Christian Fellowship. The reason why you are here is that you must know that Jesus is not a religious figure. He is a king. His kingdom is a real country. This book you hold is not a religious book. It is a constitution of the kingdom of God. It's a legal document. That is why when you pray without the the legislative instrument written in this book, your prayer is not powerful. A powerful prayer is is not because it is full of shouting. When I say, in the name of Jesus, let God bless. That's not what makes it powerful. Clapping your hands and stamping your foot is not what makes the prayer powerful. This place is too quiet for my liking. Try. Every demon in my family, I mind you. That's not what makes it powerful. No. Look at Jesus. Uh-huh. 
pray, pray. And what dies of Shimu. Those of you who, when you become spiritual, then you, every sentence ends with SH. I was in the spirit the other days. And then uh, uh, you say, the Lord told me. Uh, that's not what makes you powerful. Have you seen any powerful witch or wizard behave like you? Have you seen any powerful court behave like, like you? Where is their power from? It is in their meditation and in their quiet enchantment. I'm not saying don't pray loud. But what makes your prayer powerful? What makes a lawyer, a very good lawyer, is how well he knows the constitution and how he can rightly interpret it to suit every situation. That's what makes him successful and powerful in the law court. Your lack of knowledge in the word of God and your inability to apply it to the situations and to come to God and say, Father, it is written of me that by your stripes I was healed. My healing was purchased before I was born. Every sickness, therefore, that is operating in my body is an illegality and I forbid it to operate in my body. Body, you are healed. Your healing was purchased 2,000 years ago on the cross of Calvary. Every curse in my family that is operating against my family is an illegality because it is written he himself he himself bore my infirmity the bible says that in the name of jesus when he went to the cross when he went to the cross uh, his blood washed away every handwriting every legality that is contrary every legality contrary every case contrary to my life to my family he washed it away Christ has become a curse for us because it is written it is written in the volumes of this book that curse is everyone that hangs on the tree so that the blessing so that the blessing of God will come upon us the Gentiles he said we who were one far away not a people now we have been drawn near by the blood so I am no more far away from God I am not far away from blessings. My family cannot be far away from healing. My family is no more far away from breakthrough. Breakthrough and me, we dwell together. When you know this and you apply it and it is in your consciousness, it is in your speech, that's what makes you powerful. When the demons come, when you saw, Jesus was fasting and praying 40 days. The 40 days fasting and prayer didn't make him powerful. Because Satan came there. You think that because you are fasting, you are powerful. Jesus. The one whose name you mention when you see a demon in your dream. When he was fasting, Satan came. And said, oh boy, Christ. How market now? How's it going? And then... First, he told him, he gave him some suggestions about food. And Jesus revealed the word. But that's not what is even important. The Bible says that and he and Satan took Jesus to a high mountain. 
the Satan did what? Jesus was fasting. He said, come and let me show you something. He took him to a high mountain. So they walked together hand in hand. And then the Bible says, in a moment, Satan gave Jesus a revelation of the glory of the world and of its kingdom. Satan gave Jesus a vision. When Jesus was fasting and praying, 40 days and 40 nights, and Satan was not afraid. Your 40 days and fast, fasting and praying till your voice sounds like, oh, it's not what makes you powerful. Are you here with me? Please sit. A powerful preacher is not the one that is shouting on top of his voice. Like when I started talking about the scriptures and you started getting up. That is emo- your emotional reaction. Preach! Yes! That is your emotional reaction. The Bible says, the, the Bible says, those who don't have root in themselves, they hear the word of God with immediate excitement. But when persecution arises because of what they received, anytime you receive insight into this legal document, that devil, you become dangerous, so he will attack you to steal the word. That is why your life is full of battles. Your life is not full of battles because you are beautiful. What you carry, the word of God that was spoken about you before you were born, is what attracts demonic attention. Do you understand me? So God wants you to be, that's why he says that, be full of the word. Let the word of God dwell in you richly, not poorly, richly. Eat God's word. In your timetable, I want you to do, make time to read God's word. Be full of the word and then meditate on it and practice it and see how your life will be. See how your intelligence will kick in. See how wise you will be when you are having classroom discussions. I was a student here in Laboni, Ashesi University. I was part of the I was part of the first bad. I graduated in 2005. I was the first Ashesi graduate that was taken as an FI. marketing, entrepreneurship, and competitive strategy. When I come to class, the first thing, you must pull your paper, put all books aside, quiz. Quiz. Tell your neighbor, quiz. Because I want to test whether you understood what the lecturer taught the previous day. And because of that, I did it for two years. All the people that I taught, none of them got below an A. Marketing, marketing entrepreneurship competition. Nobody got below an A. Because the idea is for you to understand. The idea is not to fail you. 
The idea is not to prove that you are dumb. I learned it from my first pre-calculus lecturer. Nobody got less than B, B plus. The minimum grade in pre-calculus during my time was a B plus. But quant methods was so terrible, I just didn't count it as part of our graduating uh, credits. We did quant methods in first year, second semester. It was a disaster. Some of my classmates, the bar boys who were sitting at the back, when the TA is teaching, then they'll be saying Jama for him. Teacher, suffering, teacher. Because the guy, you know, they sit up. <laughs> he was taught at University of Ghana with, you know, they just lecture the thing. But he was being asked to use computer to do the, you know, do some before. And the lecturer was a, prof, a professor from Brazil, Lillian Barros. She's dead. And we couldn't understand her English. We didn't understand her English. And those of us who have spiritual, they say when we enter the realms, the realms don't enter. It was a disaster. It was a what? It was a what? So you must know the word of God. But the subjects that was being taught well. When I, when Mr. Bentel, my marketing lecturer entered, sometimes the, the, the class is between me and him. I, I will never forget an incident. There was a day something that Michael Porter had written. I told him that this thing is wrong. And I debated him. He put the marker down and said, debate me. And that's one thing that made me love him. Debate me. He last there, listened to me. Then he also speak, and I'll speak. At the end of the day, he said, this one is wrong. Take, they used to call me spirit. Take spirit definition. That my classmates were, in an exam, which one should you write? Say, write spirit definition. Say, yes, that is how we advance academic discourse. We don't just take what is written in the book. It means he is studying. Because when the lecturer teaches me, I, I didn't like sitting down to study plenty. Don't be like me. So when I go to the lecture hall, I pay attention to understand. Right from the lecture hall, I'm in the library. I go and take the textbook and try to solve questions. If I can't solve the questions, it means I didn't understand. You, the TA, you are dead. We will study until I understand. You will teach me until I understand. I don't like sitting down to go and read books. No, I must understand. I like to understand concepts. If I get concepts, I'm okay. I don't need to read a book. Bring the question in any way. Once I get the concepts, I'm fine. I don't like you and poor. My brains cannot remember plenty things. That's why your name, some of you have mentioned your name too many times. I don't remember. But sometimes I'll tell you, what is your common name? If it is common, I get the concept. So when I see you, I go into the spirit small. I see the first name. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. So you become powerful 
when you become one with God's word. So he told Joshua, be strong and be courageous. How? This book of the law should not depart, but you should meditate because meditation brings assimilation. It's not a big word. It's not rhyming. It's about the more you pay attention to, the more your mind accepts it. What does it mean to assimilate? Absorb. It becomes part of your mind. It becomes part of your thinking process. Then you, you see that you have imbibed it. It is you. You and the word, you are one. You understand me? It flows from you. Then he says, you be careful to do because you cannot be a doer of the word when the word is not part of you. Because the thought process that makes you make a decision to behave the way you do, okay, goes on here. If the word is not there to process life as you see it, you will process life by the information you have received and not by it on the premise of God's word. So you make a decision that is contrary to what accrues to you, the advantage of your destiny. That's how come many of us here make mistakes. But today, I came to release grace on you. That God's word will have center stage. That you become so powerful, so wise, and so capable in the fields of life God is establishing you in. Tell your neighbor, it is working. It will work this semester. Hallelujah. Can I preach so that we go? So that was a preamble to tell you the, why we have the vision. I want to talk to you. I have, how many minutes do I have more? Are you sure? After all the plenty talk. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. Uh, hopefully, I will be able to. But I need to pray for some people, though. Let's see. I want, the title of the message for today is Exercising Yourself Unto Godliness or The Importance of Godliness. 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 You will like it. You will like it. Even if you don't like it, you will like it. Have you seen that the medicine that really cures you are very bitter? How many of you don't like bitter medicines here? You don't like it. How many of you like injections? You like injections. How many of you die when you see a needle coming to inject you? <laughs> May you not fall sick. <laughs> May you dwell in good health. In Jesus' name. There are some few people here. The Lord was telling me yesterday. I just remembered. You, you, you come into contact with small, small money. Money is not a problem. Okay. Not that you come from a very wealthy family. But money comes to you. Don't lift up your hand. The Lord is telling me, to, told me to tell you. Start saving. Start saving because a time is coming, he's going to ask you to invest that money for the vision he has for your life. 
start saving the money. He will ask you to make some investment. To start some businesses. To buy some properties. For the vision of businesses and things he's about to. So the money that is coming is not for job mentalization. It's not for what? It's not for chilling. Neither is it for defrosting. It's not for spreading. It's not to, to show off on campus that you did form. Let me tell you, the people you want to show off to, they really don't care about you. Forgive my language, but if, if you are eating international cuisine and somebody is eating fried rice and kitchen, kitchen, not chicken, no, kitchen, everything will still be turned to the same brown bread. You people are very smart. You understand proverbs. So don't, don't. You, you go and bring your father's car. You are driving around people. Oh, Talib, you are wasting your time. There were people on campus during my time who were doing that. I met them right after school, some five years. There's one guy, the Nigerian guy. He lives in Ghana. They used to call him, I've forgotten his full name, but he had shortened his name to Chukuflex. Chukuflex. Last time I saw him, I said, hey, Charlie, Chukuflex. I said, my, 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 don't call me that name. Don't call me bye -bye now. I said, why? He said, I was a fool on campus. I thought my father's money was my money. Charlie, the way we did suffer. There was another guy, Sierra Leone, very smart. Started borrowing money from me every month. Yeah. There was another guy. He actually came back on campus to steal computers from the computer lab. Yes. Because he could not sustain that life he want, was once living. His father was abroad. Give him a soul. But when he finished school, his father said, Okay, now live. Make use of the brace. And he could not sustain that fake life. He was living by the money his father was sending him. So he came to Ashesi campus, Laboni. Went to the French school. Yeah. Not Chukuflex. Chukuflex didn't do that. This is somebody else. I don't want to mention his name. Because he didn't have a nickname. His surname was like his nickname. So I don't want to mention the name. Okay. Life is not, does not happen based on the chop box mentality you have. You remember your chop box from secondary school? Uh -huh. Everything is inside. Life does not happen like that. Some of you, your chop box was very dry. It doesn't matter. You are still here. God is good. Some of you didn't even have chop box. <laughs> you had your pockets. But you are still here. Some of you did laboru and you are here. May laboru end in your life. Yeah. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go. 1 Timothy 4, 7. 
I'm going to say plenty things. I know that some of it will be a blessing to you. But those, whatever you don't understand, you write it down. Man of God, let's do a Q&A sessions. For instance, when you preach, if people have questions, they will write it down. Then one day, you, you sit down. Yes. Uh-huh. Then you do a Q&A so that people can have opportunity for their questions to be answered. Questions about anything related to life, school, and the things that is preached. Okay. Because God wants you to understand in advance. All right? Mm-hmm. Reader. First Timothy 4, 7. But reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself toward godliness. Continue. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Do you have another version? Which version is that? NKJV. Give me maybe NLT or something. First Timothy 4 7. Mm-hmm. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Godless ideas. Godless issues. There are things that you 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 like to waste your time on. So he starts by saying, Do not waste time. That statement is instructive. It's a legal statement. I told you that the Bible is a legal document. So the the, the precepts therein are legalistic. And, and they are instructive. They are important for your advancement. You don't gloss over those kind of statements. You don't take them lightly. It says do not waste time. Because wasting of time is wasting of opportunities and destiny. Time, I've told you here before, maybe not this badge. But time is like a currency with which you purchase the resources of life. Whatever you spend your time on, you are buying that thing. Do you understand me? You spend your time watching pornography, you are buying demons. Whatever you spend your time on is what you are accumulating into your life. Do you understand? So, time is a currency that is very dicey. How you use it will determine how you'll be tomorrow. The things that will fill your life tomorrow, the things that have filled your life now, what you are now, is a sum total of all that you purchased from the day you were born. Hmm. I say the day you were born because some of you purchase a certain character whilst you spend time with mommy. So if mommy was very abrasive with words, you notice that the apple didn't fall too far. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that you have a certain uncanny semblance to daddy's reactions when you are angry? You have not noticed. Check it. You will notice that you are like what you hate. You don't like my statement there. Because we get influenced by what we spend time, what we focus on. So he says, do not waste time doing what? Ungodless. Godless ideas. In other words, that thing does not have the nature, the mind, the will, the purpose, 
and the desires of God in it. It does not benefit or agree with the mind of the king that you serve. So don't waste time on it. There are so many things on campus. And this semester, you will meet so many things like series. Like movies. Like parties. Like gossips. Like cooking for that boyfriend. Like presenting your certain part of your body to that boy for present. As if you are cake about to be baked. Meanwhile, you are not a pressing issue. But you want to be pressed. It entered there. He's like... Like always looking for a certain girl to press, press. These hands that have been blessed, it's not for the present. You see, when I was blessing you, I said these hands, whatever it touches shall be blessed. You don't want to go and bless somebody's nyash. Even though that would be a very blessed nyash. That is a very wasted investment. Some guys have made their face straight. They won't laugh. They, won't. they are the suspects. Tell him you are a suspect. Tell him, tell him you are a suspect. You are a suspect. You are a suspect. The people who are typically very quiet and very straight faced, uh, the things that goes on in their mind, they are too, they are too. They have, you have very fertile imagination. Very potent. It can create realities. So you don't fool me with your quiet, straight face. I know you. Physically and spiritually. You don't want me to go there. Read. Instead, train yourself to be God. Train yourself and write it down. This is your vision for the semester. This is your assignment for the semester. This, this is the the number one statement for my preaching to, today. Train yourself to be godly. He says, don't waste time on what is godless. Train yourself in what is godly. Train yourself to desist from what God is, what the king is not inside. I've told you that the kingdom is a jurisdiction that is ruled by a king who influences that territory and the people with his personal will. So, if the will of God is not inside, you are not inside. This morning, I was singing a song. I don't want to go somewhere if I know that you're not there. Have you heard that song before? Avalon. Look for it and play it for me right now. Mm -hmm. Avalon. Uh, I don't want to go. You must not be where God is not. You must not be in that conversation. There are certain new age
change ideas that make the Bible to look like a useless book. Don't, don't waste time trying to argue. The person who hates the Bible, you are not the one going to change the person because you, Jesus has not finished changing you. Stop trying to argue Christianity. Jesus doesn't need argument. The best argument you can give to the world is living the life he wants you to live. Do you understand? Trying to argue people is useless. It's a futile venture. Do you understand me? You don't, you don't prove anything to God by being argumentative and spending. No. It says this is from it. The scriptures actually put it this way. Everything that looks like sin, this is from it. Do you understand? And train yourself. Engage your senses. Have you found it? Let's play. Let's spend some two minutes listening to it. I know the song, these are not the type of songs you like. The choir can learn it. walk on a road where you are not. It's okay. You can look for it and listen to it. Hey, this is your actual sound. Oh, boy. 
Hallelujah. Train yourself to be godly. So the question begs, when you see things like this, first of all, find out what does it mean then to be godly before you can train yourself in it. Do you understand me? So you can find out what does it mean to be godless. Alright? These are things you must do during the semester as you study your academics. Study to show yourself approved. Learn the things about the kingdom you belong to. Do you understand? Because all the glory, all the grace of God on planet earth in the Holy Spirit is for you. It's for you. I'm smelling anointing here. Serious one. Okay, it's for you. And it's for your advancement. So, spend your time on the things that will help you advance. There are some of you, your parents really prayed. Okay? And they've not seen the benefit of their prayer. You are the beneficiary of their investment. There are some of your parents labored for the Lord. It's not in vain. The angels have been released to help you rise to the answer of their prayers. You can't fail your generation. So train yourself to be godly. Train yourself until the governing influence of God manifests in every area of your life. Until your life reflects Jesus. Until you are like Jesus. Until your character is like Jesus. Until your emotions is like that of Jesus. Until your desires are like that of Jesus. Until that foolish anger is gone out of you. Until that tantrum throwing is gone out of you. Until that emotional manipulation gift that you got from Satan is gone from you. Say amen. amen. Some of you are experts in manipulating people. You started when you were a toddler. When you ask for something from your elder brother and he doesn't give you, you go and cry and roll on the floor so that mommy will go and take it from elder brother and give it to you. You are a manipulator. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him that stop manipulation. Some of you have big bottles. You use it to manipulate. I lie. I lie. Guys, am I telling lies? Because you are the victims. May God deliver you. From any bottles that is manipulating you. Amen. Say amen. amen. And some of you ladies, what manipulates you is a guy telling you you look beautiful. May God deliver you from foolish ways. Amen. What did I say? May God deliver us from foolish ways. You are beautiful. Beyond beautiful, you are smart, you are blessed, you are intelligent. In fact, the Bible calls you a suitable helper. What that means is that without you, a man cannot fulfill destiny. You are a powerful being. Do you hear me? You are so powerful that God has designed that no man 
who is supposed to marry you. The man that is without you, he is going nowhere. That is how powerful you are. You don't see any investor who has millions wasting his money. Have you seen that before? You don't see any rich man, investors, okay, receiving praises from people who have business that, oh, you, you are rich, oh, oh hey, thank you. Have you seen that before? You look sexy. Hey, thank you. Do you know what sexy means? Ready to have sex. Is that the, your suitability? Oh, my dress is sexy. Now, Jimmy, I better. May God deliver you from Jimmy. Please remove this from here before we, we both fall down. Me, I'm not used to this modern pulpit that have sides. I'm used to one thing here. Hallelujah. Ah, forgive my crude nature, okay? Alright, so let's go. So he says, train yourself unto godliness. Let's go quickly. Physical training is good. Mm-hmm. But training Physical training is good. So exercise is good. Play soccer. Play and pay. Stop being... Stop being sedated. And when was the last time you jumped small? This morning, jump. When you are going to bath, jump. Do plank. Some of you, um, your stomach is trying to cover other things. Do planks. When you are going to bath, do some skipping. Jump 500 times. Okay? Learn to grow your calf. Some of you don't have strength on your legs. So learn to do like this. Okay? Do 500 every morning. Who has done some before? When you, how do you feel in the following morning? Uh-huh. It's a lot of exercise. Okay? Learn to exercise. Okay? Learn to exercise. Do it. You will become strong here. Some of you, your legs are weak. It's beneficial. It will help your heart to grow. Your arteries will be free. High blood pressure, low blood pressure, some things will not come. Watch. Good life is not eating plenty pizza. Physical exercise is profitable. You need your physical strength to stay in the lecture hall. You need your physical strength to, for God to use you. Brains without good health is not profitable. Do you understand me? Mommy, I don't like exercises. Master, stop that nonsense. Tell her. I said tell her. Exercise. Pray, but exercise. Don't say because you are speaking in tongues. You, you, go and play soccer. Go and swim. Press up. Do press up. How many can you do? Zero. If you cannot contain your own weight when you hold something, you are living a very dangerous life. Hallelujah. Make sure that your stomach is not longer than your nose. I'm 
tempted to say something. I don't know whether the angel will permit me to say. Some of you, when you stand, you can't see your belt for the rest of your life. It's not a good thing. And other properties um, that we can't talk about today. Hallelujah. Please read the scriptures for us. Let's be holy. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. We can't hear your voice. Why are you laughing? Did I say something funny? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, focus on the word. Don't let your mind go too far away. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life. Promising benefits in this life. So, yes, physical exercise is good. You, you become healthy. There is profitable. But if profit ends in the physical realm, but he says, when you train yourself in godliness or when you go into godliness exercises, the benefit is both in this world and in the world to come. Read it for us. Promising benefits in this life. Benefits in, in this life and in the life to come. So the, 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 the benefit of godliness is not just in this present life. It is lifelong and it follows you when you leave this present world. Do you understand me? You will understand it very soon. Okay, so God wants you to train yourself in godliness. Tell your neighbor. Okay, and it has power. It has power. It has power. It is beneficial. It is what? That is why the, the, the import of exercising yourself in godliness is so important. The Bible says that everything that pertains to life and godliness, God has given to you. Everything that pertains to godliness. Everything that pertains to godliness. You know the scripture already, right? One Peter, uh, 2 Peter 1, 2, two 3. Alright? 2 Peter 1, 2 to 3. Some people don't know, so read for them. I want to rush. 2 Peter 1, 2-3. May God give you more and more grace, give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Everything. So, when he says to you to exercise yourself in godliness, you are not left on your own to figure out how to do that. Everything, the resources that will help you to succeed in that venture has already been invested in you by God. Say, I have it. Say, I have every grace to glorify God as I live a godly life. So it is not difficult. Okay, if I say that, I'll jump. So I don't want to jump. Write these things down. Number one, godliness. Hey, bro. I nearly bush bash. Godliness is a lifestyle. That is aligned to and consistent with the word of God and the nature of God. Godliness is what? A lifestyle that is aligned to and consistent with the word of God and his nature. In other words, to live a godly life or to exercise yourself in godliness is to train yourself until your life 
everything about your mind, everything about your conduct is consistent in direct proportion to what God's word is saying. If God's word does not approve of it, you are not inside. If it is not in the nature and likeness of God, you are not inside. If God is not happy with it, you are not happy with it. If God hates gossip, you hate gossip. If God hates dishonesty, you hate dishonesty. If God is love, you are love. That is godliness. Your lifestyle being reflective of what God's word is saying and what God's nature stands for. Are you here with me? So this semester, as you train yourself in godliness, you are telling yourself, if God is very, very particular and intentional, you have a, lo- a song like that. Uh-huh, you got it. God is what? Intentional. Then you are also going to be intentional. He was intentional. See how beautiful you are. He was intentional in creating you. Some of you don't like the family he put you in. It was intentional. Because light is not needed where there is light. Light is needed where there is darkness. So God sent you to that family to go and shine. Do you get me? So instead of hating on that family and being angry at your father, why this, uh, this, this, this family, remember that you are God's solution to prayers made in that family. That because of me, this family will not be poor again. Because of me, people will not be dying again. Because of me, people will go to the university in this family. Because of me, sickness and disease will not be plaguing people again. Because of me, people will not die at age 50 anymore. I have come to break that curse. I am God's answer to the prayers that were made many years ago. Because of me, nobody will look at any member of this family and say there is ancestral curse in the family. Do you hear? Because of me, the next generation of children, by the time they are 18, they have all they all have three-bedroom house to start life with. And that's the language you understand. Because of me, there shall be no thief in this family anymore. Because of me, nobody in this family will be called useless. Because of me, my family members, nobody will be called a sinner. Because of me, no member of the family will be called a child of the devil. Because of me, people who come from this family, nobody will be registered in hell. Nobody will spend their eternity in hell. You are God's answer. Because of me on Ashesi campus, when, when destinies come around me, they will become better. When, I come, when, when my classmates come around me, they will discover themselves. My conversations with my friends will benefit them. That, because you can't encounter God and remain the same. So, nobody should encounter you and remain the same. Do you get me? When you speak, wisdom will come. When you speak, your words are sorted. It edifies. It builds. When somebody is going through trouble and they come to you and they ask, by the time you are done, the person say, God bless you. You are, you, your life become like step, uh, staircase to help people to, uh, to see where they couldn't see before. You are God's answer. Because of you, Ashesi will have a good name. Hallelujah. This badge, the, your, the badge you belong to, because of you, more opportunities will be open for students. Do you get me? 
don't be the reason why life retrogresses for people. Nobody encounters God and retrogresses in life. So, my lifestyle becomes consistent with the nature of God. Nobody encounters God and becomes sad. Timid, timid Peter encountered the Holy Spirit. He became bold. That is my life. As you exercise yourself in godliness, the things that heaven has placed in you becomes awake. They are waking. Your intelligence comes alive. All of a sudden, you that hated people, you wanted to be alone. Now, you like people. And when people come to you, you speak. All of a sudden, you are no more poor on campus. Because as words come out of your mouth and bless people, people say, Charlie, Charlie, let me bless you. Take this $100. Take this $500. Take this thing. That is how life gets sponsored. I'm not boasting. There is a lady. She graduated in 2000 and is it six or seven? I've forgotten. She is part of the Ashesi board. She's a board member. She has an organization called Leading Ladies. I got her born again. She was a leader in KCF, Women in Christ. I gave her some prophecies. They all came to pass. The first time she had to travel with Dr. Iwa, I told her, and I told her that when you go, they'll give you standing ovation. It happened when she came. She came. She got that's my first hundred dollars in life. By the words. Because I was training myself in godliness. So as I trained myself, the nature of God came. God has a nature. He can see tomorrow from today. So he gave me that nature. So I can see tomorrow from today. And tell you, tomorrow this will happen. So position yourself this way. I gave it to her. When it happened, she brought some offering. You don't need to be a pastor. I was not a pastor at the time. Even though I was head of KCF. And also ASC president. Yes, I'm the first ASC president. You have to show some respect. I'm your first SRC president. Hallelujah. Speak wisdom. Speak wisdom. Some of you, you are expecting in Inquasiasem. Non-Ghanians. Inquasiasem is foolish talk. There are some people, every day you are jesting. Every foolish words that people want to hear is usually they come for you. You are a repository of foolishness. 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 I remove, I remove that from you. Do you understand me? May, may you become so resourceful, so valuable. And that is just one of the definitions. God, want, God made you to be valuable. Say, I am relevant. I am relevant. And this semester, my relevance is going to be seen in every course, in every lecture time, and in group work, some of you are liability. You you wear liabilities because right now we've changed it. You are relevant. You are like when they do group work, nobody wants to see you in their team because you will loaf off. You won't do the work. 
People will have to do it. Everything. Me, I don't understand this subject too. I rebuke that. You are powerful. Say, I am smart. Let me tell you, a glorious future is waiting for you. You cannot start fooling today. Do you hear me? Ladies, don't, uh, if I hear anybody here say that, I'll slap you. A, a rich man should come and marry me. No, 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 no. A very poor man will marry you. <laughs> hear the end of the statement. Why are, are you palpitating? What? In fact, come, come. I remember your face. You are my friend from last semester. Is that not so? Come, 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 come. Who will use you? Pass here. Pass here. This place is hot pound. How are you coping? She, she, she's shocktalized. Say, when a poor man, when a poor man, you are not dying. You are a child of God. You have power. Say, I have power. Say, I have grace. I'm a suitable helper. I belong to the kingdom of God. I walk in the corridors of power. I walk in the corridors of honor. Every glorious resource in heaven and on earth has been invested to me according to Second Peter chapter 1. Therefore, when a poor man when a poor man Meet me. Meet me. <laughs> becomes, my, becomes my husband. When I say poor, you see, your mind is on a man without money. Is that not so? That's your definition of poverty. Poverty is not lack of money. Poverty is a mindset. If you are poor here and they give you 10 million, I give you only one year you will be worse than you were before. You will even go into debt because you will purchase liabilities. Things that depreciate with time. And when things depreciate, they go into negative returns. So you will be left worse off than you started with. Do you understand me? If only, the only thing you have is money, you are very poor. That is why Africa is damn poor, even though we have money. We have all the gold. UK has no gold mines, but they have gold reserves. How? Ghana has oil. Saudi Arabia has oil. Have you seen the difference? It is not your lack of the resources that makes you poor. It is lack of sense. Do you hear me? So, what I'm doing, I'm not denigrating you. I want to plant something in you. I didn't drive from Accra, leave Zan Impact to come and joke with you. Let me tell you, I love you people in measures you cannot explain. When I came, anybody who saw me, I was just looking here, looking here. Do you know what I was doing in my heart? Father, these are destinies you have brought into this fellowship. Lord, let them discover themselves and you. Make bless them. Six years to come, seven years to come. I want to see them as great people. If they are not owning their companies, I want to see them wealthy in their organizations. Make, make them valuable assets in companies and in organizations. 
when Papa Roly says, Oh, Apostle, we need some policies to be done for us. He said, Oh, what's your name? Which country do you come from? Cameroon. Call Wendy from Cameroon. He will give us a learning. She will give us a learning. Cameroon. Why? Because God has made you so relevant. You are occupying. Some of you will not become my friends. Not because you don't want to be my friend, but because of how you behave. But I don't care. I'm praying that God will bless you. I'm praying that you'll be greater than your father ever dreamt of for himself. Do you hear me? Your marriages will not break. Your marriages will not reduce you. When a man who is poor, in other words, deficient of the mental and spiritual capacity to turn resources into wealth because of that grace on you, may that man become wealthy. That is what I mean. So don't be shocked, okay? I, I, I'm not one of the preachers that puts down women. No. Whatever God created is good. He made you to be relevant. He made you to be powerful. Rather, I will insult you as a lady if I find out that you are so useless, your value is in the approval of a man. That's why some of you, you go and sleep and you are crying. Hey, Father, I am neglected to find out here. No man has even come to say hi to me. Oh, Father, somebody look at me. Of your foolishness. Please sit down. Let's clap for her. Say, I am relevant. Ladies, you will occupy big positions. Hallelujah. May you become president of organizations. May you control things. Do you hear me? Bible didn't say every woman, submit yourself to every man. He said, submit yourself to your own. If it's not your own, live your life. I'm not saying go and proud and go and be insulting. I'm saying live your life. What is that life? Be godly. Do you hear me? Eh? Father, why is it that no man has I'm in final. Father, am I not beautiful enough? I know. I've, I see five people when I was standing there who have been doing that here on campus. One of them, one of you, you stand in front of the mirror naked and you insult yourself. That's what you do. I'm not going to call you, but today I rebuke that demon from you. You are beautiful, but that beauty is not the biggest gift God gave you. He gave you himself. He gave you wisdom. He gave you grace. The reason why no man has come is that God is preserving you. God does not want you to go through broken hands so that you become a poet. Check their WhatsApp status. You see self-made poets. 
writing all manner of foolish things. When you see a woman writing things, broken heart, touching May God deliver you. Do you know why the time is up? Thank you. Do you know why the cheese call young ladies Akatesia? Akata, Esie. Yakata also, Esie. Until your right owner comes. You are hidden. You are covered and hidden. Until the day the man will discover you and remove the veil and you are uncovered. Eve was not going around looking for a, a man. Neither was Adam going around looking for a woman. Adam was busy on his assignment when God identified the need and brought a woman. Stop crashing on foolish guys. We'll do that seminar later. My time is up. Take the second definition and I'll go. This same message, the next time I come here, I'll, pre- I'll continue it. I'm not... I'm nowhere near done. We can preach it, this series for the next one year. I want you to be focused. Tell your neighbor, be focused. And this same message, I could have preached the same message in 15 minutes. Give you all the points. But that's not my, how I preach. I can give it to you in very ta-ta-ta-ta way. Number one, number two, number three. You will clap, but it won't go down like it is going down now. Praise the Lord. Write this down. Godliness is the way of life. Your culture, the way you operate, the way you think and respond, the manifestation of the state of your mind. I'm touching again. They say my time is up, so I want to hurry up. Are you ready for me? Godliness is the way of life. Your culture. The way you operate. Or the way you roll. They see you rolling. (laughs) It entered there. How people see you roll. Are you rolling Jesus' way? Or you are rolling the devil's way? Your way of life. The way you operate. The way you think. The way you respond to the issues of life. The manifestation, the sum total of the manifestation of the state of your heart. He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, the way you speak, the things that come out of your mouth, being a reflection of the manifestation of the state of your heart, in your daily dealings, that reflects the character of God. I repeat. Godliness is the way of life, your culture, the way you operate, the way you roll, 
the way you think and respond, the manifestation of the state of your heart in your daily dealings, which reflects the character of God. Hallelujah. If I want to explain that, I'll take another 30 minutes. In simple words, godliness is being of the nature and likeness of God in conduct and substance. In conduct and substance. You've all read the scripture before. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 5. Let's end on that point. Next week when I come, we'll continue. Second. Hey, next week is what date? It's third. Eh? Third. Okay, I'll be here. I have to go to Kumasi, but because of that, I'll, I'll come on Saturday. Wait. Yes, I'll come on Saturday. Yes. I have a program in Kumasi, so, but I'll come. Yeah. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 3, three 1 to 5. 1 to 5. Yes. You should know this, mm-hmm. Timothy. That in the last days, pay attention very, very well. We are in the last days. In fact, we are in the last minutes, if not seconds. Any moment from now, the king will come. I can't wait for my king to come. Because when he comes, every nonsense has come to an end. Have you seen why when your final year students are about to graduate, they are happy? Do you know why they are happy? Because no more assignments. But they don't know. That the working world. You went on vacation for three months. Wow. Ask any corporate person whether he can go on leave for three months. In a whole year, your leave allotment is five days. So enjoy your <laughs> life as it is now. You think you are under pressure. Have you noticed why all the people who promise that Apostle, when we go, when we, we will be coming here. Why they don't come? Saturday, Sunday, they are not even in church. They are sleeping. Fatigue. May you not work for Babylon. May Babylon not waste your life. May you do what is profitable. And if you are here, don't just be in a hurry that, oh, I don't want to do daddy's business. Especially if it's a company business. Mommy has a shop at Makola. You don't want to sell because you're going to university. Sir. That, that, that Makola money is paying your school fees. If it's not valuable. Never be shy of what puts food on your table and gives you value. Do you understand me? Don't be shy of the trade of your parent. Commend them and bless them and pray for them. Do you hear me? I know a woman who sold house of cocoa. I don't know whether you remember him. Baba and Memuna's mother. Uh, they all went to university. They were, they were sponsored by cocoa money. Do you hear me? I know one of our pastors, Reverend Andrew, his wife graduated with honors in Ashesi here. Do you know what she does? 
truth believers, the meaning of truth believers is fishmonger. She's a fishmonger. Or meatmonger. She's making money. There is a guy who graduated here. He was in a, I think he was in a technical team. Ezekiel. Before Ezekiel graduated, I gave him a word. He went into this fashion design, tailored hands. He's excelling. He's making money. Don't imprison yourself with the course you are doing or your certificate. What you are studying may not be why God brought you here. God probably brought you here to meet him. So that you build friendship because there is a ministry of a business. When we say ministry, it's not everybody who will hold microphone. You, opening a business is a ministry. Serving God's people is a business. It's a ministry. Do you understand me? Not everybody... When we say God has called you, it's not that's not me to hold microphone. You can win souls in that business. You can win souls. As an engineer, inventing things. Do you hear? Are you here? Or you have gone home? I'm boring you, eh? Because I'm not preaching the way you want me to preach. Next week, Sunday, when I can, I'll do that. I'll preach like this. And I'll see the Lord blessing you. Please read for me. Let's go home. You should know this, Timothy. Mm-hmm. That in the last days, in the last days, there will be very difficult times. Difficult times. Sponsored by what? Let's go. For people will love only themselves. It says the money. reason why people, uh, difficult times will come in the nations, in in Ghana, in Africa, in Nigeria, it's not because necessarily Satan is has released demons and there are curses. No. He said, because human beings born of God, professing to be Christians, instead of loving God and being trained themselves in godliness, which will eventually reflect in how they treat their neighbors, they will be selfish. They will be what? Read it. But people will love themselves and their money. They will do what? Love themselves and their money. So people love themselves and their money. So we have come to church. I have money. You don't have money. You, you have some shoe be that is not nice. Instead of me saying, oh, okay, Father, thank you. When we close, I say, oh, how are you? Come, follow me. Let's go somewhere. Then we go to a shop. Then I shop for you a thousand CDs. I give you a nice shoe. I, the balance, I give it to you. To make you happy so that you go to God and thank God. And then you to what you can do, you fulfill it. Won't life be nice? Will she be saying that life is difficult? If I did that for her, he said, no, I'd rather uh, now take a secret picture, come and see. see The way she did that, people, they suffer. That's what you do. That's what you do. You are in a lecture hall. You've noticed that your friend is struggling academically. Then you are teasing him. Instead of saying, Chale, um, I I, I want us to be doing some uh, group work. I want you to be part of uh, the group team. You are not telling the wabon. You are telling. So, some one hour, two hours, you are there. You are going. You know that you want to help him too. Are you happy when you are A and he is C? People have become selfish. 
outside the world will become will go into difficult seasons because instead of people being godly and helping each other they want their personal prosperity please it i'm worrying you uh, forgive me okay you are preaching with me what's your name isabella you are my friend okay may god bless you and honor you may god open doors for you amen and i think me down sentence and i receive some Yes, let's go. They will be boastful and proud. They will be boastful and proud. Is, are, are you familiar with that? Have you seen that? People boast in what they have. Jesus put it this way. He says, make friends with unrighteous mammon. No, we like to boast. Have you seen my new shotos? Have you seen my new kicks? Have you seen my new ride? Have you seen my this, my that? Let me tell you, they are all useless. The value of the things you have is in how it helps other people also become better. The value of your wisdom, the value of your money, the value of anything you have is seen in how it makes other people's life better. If you are a skillful football player and you cannot score goals, you cannot help a team to grow, your skillfulness is useless. Boastful, boastful, boastful. Some of you are skillful in some things, soccer, whatever, but you are proud. So when you are in the team, the team cannot grow, cannot progress. The team is being scored. Because people are selfish with their, they, they want to display all. One, no matter how skillful you are, you cannot play against an 11-man team alone. You need your team members. Stop being proud. Are you here? Be godly. This semester, your word is, I'm training myself to be... Let's go quickly. Scoffing as God. Uh-huh. Disobedient you see people scoffing at God, insulting everything amongst God. Don't be part of it. Let's go. Disobedient to their parents. Disobedient to their parents. He said, these things are the things sponsoring difficult times. Because when you spawn, I don't want to preach on this one. Let me just mention in person. When if you are here, you like being disobedient to your parents. You are inviting an atmosphere of difficulty in the environment you work in. The Bible says, honor your father and your mother so that it will be well with you. So you dishonor them, you have purchased non-wellness. You cannot, these are divine principles. That when you break, it makes you godless. You will suffer for nothing. Your mother saying, hmm, for being disrespectful is enough case to plunge you into suffering. Don't do it. And some of you, on that note, I want you to call your father, your mother, your auntie, somebody that is a stakeholder, apologize to the person. And say, I'm sorry for being rude to you. From today, I'll be obedient. Some of you are hard-hearted because you think you can speak better English than your mother. Because you think your father was not there for you when you needed him so you can disrespect him. Masa, what he couldn't do for you does not qualify you to dishonor him. He still occupies that position. His words against you can end your destiny. Okay? If he couldn't provide for you or if he was difficult to you, talk to God but forgive him. 
and honor him. What did I say? And that includes your lecturers. That includes your lecturers. That includes Patrick Ewa. Do you pray for him? If he didn't bring his millions to set up this school, will you be here? Eh, I don't like these policies. Why are you here? If you had millions, will you use it to set up a school and sponsor people who can't pay for university fees? Be thankful. That is an honorable man. That is an honorable man. Do you understand me? How many people are not on scholarship? A certain degree. Over 50% of students are on a certain kind of scholarship. That is because a millionaire decided that I'll not spend my money on myself. I'll use it to educate the next leaders and invest into destinies. That is a man that you must pray for. Let's finish it. Hurry up. My time is over. And ungrateful. Mm-hmm. People will be ungrateful. Ungrateful. Let's not even go there yet. They will consider nothing sacred. Uh-huh. They will be unloving and unforgiving. Mm-hmm. They will slander When you do something small to them, if you are here, something small, you are unforgiving. You are the reason why the world is being difficult. You are the reason why difficulty is everywhere. If people are around you, people can enjoy life because you, everybody who has offended you cannot forget. Explaining to the non-tree speakers. I don't know how to explain that one. Let's go. They will be unforg- unloving and unforgiving. Mm-hmm. They will slander others and have... They slander. Look at him. He's not correct. Always slandering. You laugh in front of the person, then you go and say very painful things about the person to other people. You are sponsoring difficulty in the realm. Say, because of me, people will laugh. People will enjoy life. I will not be the reason why people will be discouraged or be in tears or have broken heartedness. Amen. It, doesn't, it means that you won't break the guy's heart. Even if you don't like him, just say, you drop him boko so that the guy won't have broken heart. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Finish my verse for me, then let's go home. And have no self-control. Uh-huh. They will be cruel I'll talk about that next week. Let's go. They will be cruel and hate what let's, is rich. Let's go. They will betray their friends. <laughs> is it familiar? Is it familiar? Next week, we'll go through, we'll go inside. Why it happens? Let's go. Because people are godless. Let me tell you, you cannot expect faithfulness from somebody who, ha- who doesn't have the faithfulness of God in him. He is godless. Faithfulness is the nature of God. So, that is why if you can see visions, if you can prophesy, you have the gift, but you cannot demonstrate some of this nature of God. You are useless. You are like a fetish priest. Yeah. Fetish priests, they can prophesy. They can see. They can call you. They will tell you your history. These Nigerians who have these things, we meet them in Accra. 
They will call you Hashem or Ho. They will tell you everything about your life. Yeah. I met some two, two years ago. I was servicing my car at 37. One guy came. When he was coming, I saw him. I saw the demons following him. Then when he came, I said, hey, go. Then he left. Then he came back again. He started. The, the mechanics were watching me. I told him that if you don't live here, you and that demon whispering things about my life to you, you won't reach home. He ran. The speed was where he crossed the vehicle nearly knocked him. And when he was going, I started talking. I said, God punish you and that demon. Let me tell you, some of you may not know, don't allow a godless person full of demons to speak into your life. They are contaminating your atmosphere. Do you hear me? You are going to tomorrow. Don't let anybody speak negativity to wait for you tomorrow. Hmm? That is why it's very careful. You should be very careful who lays hands on you. Also. Do you hear me? Know the man of God. Believe in the grace and in the, before you allow some things. I'm not saying be suspicious. But be discerning. Okay, let's go. Finish it. Be reckless. Be puffed up with pride. They love pleasure rather than God. They are what? Reckless. They like what? Pop with pride. And they like what? Does it sound familiar? If we are doing, if we, there is Friday all night here. And there is something boomerang booming there. Which one will you go? Friday all night. Which one will you go? You see, you can't say it. May God deliver you from pleasures of this world. I wrote an article many years ago, The Pleasures of Sin. You know sin is pleasurable than praying. You can dance to fully song for three hours. But come and pray for one hour. It's difficult, eh? Meanwhile, God has made investments. He said, all things that pertain to that life of godliness, he's given it to you. It, the only thing is that you've not started using it. You've not started training yourself. But you have trained yourself to enjoy foolish songs. So your body likes it. Let's go. Hurry up. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. This is what I'm looking for. They will do what? Act religious. I won't, I won't talk, say anything about it. Next week, we'll start the message from there. If I start anywhere, remind me. That's the verse 5, right? They will do what? The Bible says, other version says, they, 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 they have a form, a semblance of godliness. That semblance is what we call religion. They act it. But the life that sponsored godliness, they don't have it. So you can quote scriptures, but you cannot live the life of the kingdom. Just like some of you, you've not gone to US before, but you have US slangs and tonations. Most of you, by the time you finish, I shall see, I shall see when you are saying for, you say for. For, have you noticed? Haven't you caught yourself saying for every time? Because you hear some of your lecturers saying it. Some of you, 
You have not you are not final years. Now you say gara instead of gota. Instead of what? You say water. Instead of what? Look at you. Come and take the microphone and let me go home. Let me bless you. Let me bless you. Please rise. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.